This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Hey guys, it's time to talk tech get geeky. It's the Awesome Cast episode 302. Uh, fresh off of our six year anniversary episode. Please go check that out in the archives, awesomecast.net, or wherever you found this audio or video version of the show. Uh, our fun uh, we had last week at Looking for Group Pittsburgh, and, uh, and a lot of us playing on the HTC Vive vr unit uh but uh go check that out for a lot of people's thoughts uh just getting out of the headset and everything like that but with me in the studio in mayhem studios here in pittsburgh pa is our uh our guests or now our co-host jeez guests in my guest, house the guest co-host co-host the guest co-host of <laughs> uh, the co-host co-host no co-host <laughs> of course katie dudas uh at kate dudders on the twitters and uh the uh social media extraordinaire over at the scare house and check out the scare house podcast yeah yeah we just put up uh, a new video from kennywood it's amazing if i do yes, say it myself yes zombies and the mayor and uh, noah's ark it's awesome i love it thank you so check that out and of course john chichilla at chilla on the twitter and chilla tech where you can uh, find extensions of his tech talk that he's doing here on on the uh, on the show. Very much so. I was trying to find an interesting number for three hundred two, where it coincided, but I couldn't find anything. Like an error code. They're looking at yeah. an error code in in the chat room. It seems error code three hundred two. You can also help us out in the chat room over at awesomecast.net, uh, or I'm sorry, live. Well, there's a link over there uh, as well, but live.sorgatronmedia.com actually is where the uh, live chat is. Our good friends, uh, uh, of course, Chill is hanging out in there. Uh, Maddie, these are not real names. Tragar, Wheels, there's a lot of people in there. <laughs> Some of them are fake, uh, according <laughs> to this. So, uh, but, uh, and of course, uh, Missy is in there doing the show notes and the tweets all night long and help wrangling stuff over there. I need to look at the right one. This one's actually not, I had to swap my, my computers today and I'm all kind of mixed up. Of course, check everything out, awesomecast.net. Subscribe to the show. Check out the awesome chat. We're going to have a great interview coming up this week uh, with the founder of 8 Bit Evolution and some of the cool stuff they have going on there. Um, you may have seen on the Instagram, so I'm helping them with the Kickstarter video that's going to be launching here very soon. Um, as well as, uh, I actually just wrapped an interview uh, that we're going to be releasing in the coming weeks with X Pogo. Yes, Extreme Pogo. Yes, I'm really looking forward to that. and looking forward to them coming to Pittsburgh here um, July, I think, 8th and 9th at Cary Furnace in, uh, in Swissvale. But anyways, that's, that's, not, that's not now. Uh, but, of course, you can also uh, you can support the show. It's at patreon.com uh, slash awesomecast. You can give a couple bucks and uh, become a, you know, a supporter, an executive producer, like our good friends at the $5 level. Uh, this will see business development. This will see on the Twitter and the Mike Fedor Show at Mike Fedor on the Twitters. Thank you so much for them for being longtime supporters of the show. And of course, you can check us out RiversEdgePGH.com every Thursday, 8 a.m. after Funny Money. It's a great channel and a few other shows popping up there, here and there, and great music all the rest of the day. So uh, check out RiversEdgePGH.com. Let's get into our awesome things of the week. Chilla went on a trip. That's I why did. he missed the party, but he went to a bigger party. It was definitely a, it was a it was larger than than usual, and it, it 
Philly gets larger every year, so I'm interested to see what happens in Pittsburgh. We're talking about Wizard World Philly. Wizard World Comic Con Philly. Yes. Um, so, unfortunately, they don't have the Philadelphia page up anymore, so I threw the, the Pittsburgh page in a link. Um, Pittsburgh will be coming up Friday, November 4th through Sunday, November 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, the, most of the celebrity guests haven't been selected yet. Um, one of the big things I'm going to try to do this year for Pittsburgh is make more panels. Um, I actually got caught in two lines waiting for autographs in Philadelphia, so I didn't. Oh, that's make... where you make the mistake. Yes, there was there was two there was actually two cosplay panels. So really? I'd really like to get into cosplay personally. Yeah. So there's two cosplay panels I was. Trying I know to make two people didn't... you can pull off right away. We'll talk about <laughs> okay. one of them later in the show. Hopefully. Alrighty. <laughs> um, but the so so you have some pictures up there of the cosplay going on. Their their floor is probably three times the Jeez. size of the Pittsburgh floor. This um, looks like New York Comic Con. And the entry the the entry the entrance actually has enough seating for I would say an eighth of the floor just to chill and hang out and concessions and whatnot. There's a full DJ up on um up on a high rise playing playing music when you walk really? in. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, they they have a selfie area where they have life size um, Iron Man, a life-sized Funko, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and I can't yes. remember what the other life-size model was, but I saw your picture with the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing over the weekend that made me, made me think of that. Um, but no, if you're looking for anything geek I would definitely check this event out. Um, sometimes it's easier to, to or cheaper if you're going to go multiple days to pick up the four-day pass because mm-hmm. it's four days in, in some of the bigger cities. Pittsburgh's a be a three-day pass um i i just have so much fun going hanging out talking to people i met a guy the guy behind me in line for the anthony mackey autograph or no i'm sorry it was a stanley tucci autograph was um from portland he paid to come all the way from portland on a flight him and his buddy split um a vip badge so he actually got the anyone who was part of um winter soldier they got their autographs, so it was a thousand dollar VIP. Holy crap! Ticket. Holy crap! Um, but I think he got like four or five big name. Chris Evans was on the bill um, for him to get the autograph. Uh, uh, I actually, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post. Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth. I got Hemsworthed yes. trying trying to get trying to get into a uh, an Overlook bar type area um, Saturday night. We, we tried to get in and we were waitlisted and by, I wouldn't say three hours later or two hours later, we figured out that Chris Hemsworth was having had half the, half the area booked for a private party. Um, and I never got a phone call to even go up in the elevator and whatnot oh, to go wow. upstairs. So that was, that was booked throughout the evening. So the, the cool thing is I've run into so many celebrities. I didn't run into actually any bump into any celebrities this year, but I have in years past. Um, it, it does a lot for the cities that it, that it, that it comes to wizard world comic con. I think there were three comic cons going on this weekend. There's one in Dallas, Texas. There was, oh. was not all wizard. World. Okay. Um, but there were three major cons in the U S this, this weekend. Yeah, so. They've really, uh, I, you know, I follow the wizard world Instagram mm-hmm. and every weekend there's one popping up. They, I mean, they're really like, I want to say the McDonald's of comic cons at this point, but they, they do, they, they, they come in, they do their thing and it's all, you know, different sizes of course, but it's all 
like at least a little bit of that experience because even when they came here to Pittsburgh, like it really upgraded what the Pittsburgh Comic Con used to be. Mm-hmm. It was more okay. This is Pittsburgh's level of something trying to be like what you see in New York. I'm not going to say San Diego. That's another thing, or what you yeah. see from C two E two or anything like that. Like it is the Comic Con experience. Um, you know, and you get something like, you know, we had William Shatner and we had um, um, uh, David Duchovny, for instance. Like, it was like, oh, wait, okay, wow, this is a big deal, you know. And, and I hope, you know, obviously they're coming back, of course. Um, we're getting Kevin Sorbo. I know they, they that's that's big in my book. Yeah, and, and <laughs> to the, the Amazon with, is, with usually their takes, Alexa device. It's all the way in November. I'm usually it takes I'm, until like September for them to really list out the people. Mm-hmm. I think for Philly this year, because they were getting Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, um, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, all those all those big names, Anthony Mackie, Stanley Tucci. Um, there was a number of WWF wrestlers uh, were yeah, there. Yeah, um, um, the WWF Snapchat was all over was with with everybody over there. Yeah, so, so that and was they were. Cool. I think they only were there Friday. That makes sense. They tore like the rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but it's it's definitely something to go out and see if you've never been there. Sunday is kids' day, um, as it is with most cons. So if if you have little ones. Um, Sunday's definitely the day to go. There's more events for the kids that day. Not that there's not it's not kid friendly in general. Um, but that being said, if you want your kid to be around more other kids, um, Sunday's definitely the day. And I see a lot of families families cosplay and, and hanging around on, on Sunday. So it, it's it's a great time to be had by all. Um, if you want to learn something or interact with people, there's panels going on all day long and then obviously you have the main con floor with autographs and and merch the 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 merch stuff i think is cool um even if it's just to walk around and look at some of the some of the stuff we got christopher some stuff um carla actually went in for the first time this year she had she Mm -hmm. had a good time um she bought some merch so yeah, it was it was a great great time. We do have the dress. There was a comment. I've heard this from others before, but Tregar's in the chat room says eh, at the same time they have a uh, shut down many cons or priced out independent artists and creators who cannot afford their high price tables. That is true. That is but true. I can say the state of at least in this city, the state of the Comic Con, the Pittsburgh Comic Con, and the cons around town, I think were abysmal mm-hmm. in comparison. Uh, until these guys did something like this, and a lot of times they see they're they're half they seem haphazard and quasi disorganized, unfortunately. And, and the I, other and cons, I, the other right. cons, and I, right. I hate saying that because I know it's a lot of grassroots effort and a lot of time and and effort goes into that. But all all I would say to those people is, give it a try and yeah. give it a try through volunteer. So exactly. if you volunteered your time for 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 a smaller con to be organized volunteer for 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 wizard world yeah they're making a buck off your volunteer hours but mm-hmm. you're you do get things i've actually thought about volunteering in pittsburgh because you get autographs there's there's different big names that donate things to the people that auto, that, that that volunteer and, and just give it a chance mm-hmm. and, and don't just don't just take and, and this is no comparison to I, I know we have friends uh with comic book pit mm-hmm. they're involved with like there's some independent cons in the area mm-hmm. there's three rivers con was another one that just started up too and again they're different scales i and i and they're I, they're for i think they're for different audiences too right because i i think i feel like and this is a this kind of goes along with conversations we have on indie mayhem show i felt like you go to oh i'll go to the pittsburgh comic-con and you go there and you're left disheartened like this is what comic-con is 
You know, it's mm-hmm. all it was a lot of the bad connotations that you think of with Comic Con. Not the like, oh, it's a bunch of geeks dressing up, da 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 da, da but more like the, you know, sad state of tables and vendors and 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 the area and everything like that. Like and and you know. This is like a bigger wrestling federal again, you know, and, and doing something a little more corporate, you know, a little bit. But but again, you know, I like it as a fan better, mm-hmm. you know, as that kind of fan, you know, because I'm not getting William Shatner BSing on a stage for 45 minutes and telling stories at the other cons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're pricing out the tables for some of these other vendors, but that's kind of the business. I think you have a better... Um, I think you also get a better clientele at that point too. Well, even the, the Pittsburgh one last year, and I, I I know it was a bit pricey for some of the artists, but there was a there was a younger girl, for lack of a better term, I think she was like fourteen, that her parents got her a table, mm-hmm. and she was selling um, Groot that she had made, mm-hmm. and everybody that i went with bought one yeah so yeah. i so yeah. e, so anyone can get into those if they have yeah. like a little and product they can get in and if you if you can't make like i know i can't make from what i sell on on, on one of those tables mm-hmm. and then that becomes a point of well maybe you're not good enough you know i mean you, you have to have a business plan it's a business guys you know and that's the cost of play so you know um yeah and msc brings up con on the cob is something that we were we actually played that when we were we had the rap group it was in i think around akron uh at a holiday inn so it was like one of those like in a spare room at holiday Inn. it was more like kind of gaming and geekery and they had um i guess you could call it nerdcore kind of kind of stuff to it and uh it was just like ah this doesn't work for us you know and and we're trying to fit something odd into it too but um but but you know, I and again, this is the other end of it. You know, you knew that they could do something if they, if if, if the furries can kick ass downtown, a comic con <laughs> could kick ass downtown, and it took Wizard to put the money up to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I'm hoping it continues to do well and continue to get it. Um, so good, so Wizard World Philly, and and I would check check out their site if you're if you're in any areas. Columbus is getting put together. It's it's at the end of July. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of names going in there. Um, Cleveland, I think, already occurred. If I'm not mistaken, I yeah, feel Cleveland's like all the too. way till till next year. So it already occurred. And interestingly enough, that the moment that they close the con doors, um, next year's is posted. So Philly will be. It's actually the same date next next year, June first, second, third, fourth. Although they did that for Pittsburgh, but it moved. But it didn't. Yeah. Move. It, it so was, yeah, it was September, and it was really screwing up my calendar because I kept telling, "No, we can't do that event that weekend." I was like, "Oh, never, never mind." Yeah, so, so that's the um, and the same thing happened for Philly this year. Last last year when they closed the doors, it was going to be I think the second weekend in May, and they moved that out as well. Well, so you get an idea. That's you, that's you cool. get an idea. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can keep track of it all year long. In case anybody was wondering, here's the Ninja Turtles picture that uh, Chilla's referring to. Right yes. So it's one of those stand-ups. Uh, I was so excited after the movie, I had to go get a picture at the stand-up. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, awesome. So there's a Wizard World. Go go check out, if you're following uh, uh, Chilla on Twitter or the Instagrams, um, you know, uh, he's got a lot of great pics up there. And you got more coming. I imagine that's just the first that was, Yeah, so... so um, the, the blog post that'll be written over the next three days will be Get Your Con On. Yeah, um, yeah. And there will be some 360 videos, some 360 nice. photos. Um, I, I learned a lot about 360 photos and videos while I was there, <laughs> trying to trying to work off of an iPad and a and a few phones. Oh wow! Um, 
definitely is a learning experience. As well as I never realized if I only took a picture with one lens on the 360, it's just a panoramic photo. Mm. I'm like, wow, this kind of stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was holding it over my head, I realized I was I'm starting to get a bald spot. So oh, no. Oh. So I gotta crop the bottoms of those pictures. But yeah, I'll be definitely getting some 360 photo and video out there. Awesome. Katie do this. What Hi. is your awesome thing of the week? Googly eyes. What? Googly eyes and virtual reality. Oh, no. I love it. Um, so, let's see if I can find the video. There it is. Uh, Daydream, which is the developers um, in uh, Google's Daydream, Daydream team. That's their new VR brand. Yep. Um, so, in case you didn't know that. Uh, they've been prototyping some virtual experiences, and everybody's trying to figure out how are you going to present yourself in a virtual world? Is it actually you? Do you look like a human? What do you look like? And they've chosen to go with googly eyes and cardboard. <laughs> like, you look like you are wearing the cardboard in the googly eyes. Where's the video? Oh, there they are. Yeah, we, yeah, we have the gif up for, for anybody on video. Uh, so, so it's, it's, it's going to be a floating head and the floating, like, Kind of the controller controllers, thing. yeah, and and they they're noting how it's the eyes are expressive enough of a feature to kind of portray different emotions and give an idea of what direction you're facing. So they're only having to use the eyeballs mm. in the cardboard, and it's getting the ideas across. See, look at him. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it looks like they're using the same sort of well. For, this is probably a demo that where they're mm -hmm. using the same controllers as the Vive from the looks of things. So mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah, so it's, uh, I like how they were just like, you know what? We're not going to make something that looks like you. We're not going to make something that's like this. We're just going to make eyeballs mm -hmm. and a cardboard. I'm in. There you go. And there's the other demo right there. <laughs> well, that's good because that's all you need to do, mm -hmm. you know, because especially, you know, that's where all the, the technology is going to be, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and this is a video of uh, apparently two people putting together a puzzle. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it neat? <laughs> so. The one's wearing a hat. I like that. <laughs> So we're going to see this a bit. And of course, Daydream is the one that's like kind of a, a Samsung gearish kind of situation mm -hmm. where they're going to have uh, uh, pretty much qualified phones that are coming up by the end of the year that will be compatible with this. Uh, so, so they're definitely uh, going deep into uh, the VR over there. So um, how excited about, of this are you after, after getting your head into the, to the oh, VR last that's week? so much fun. I want to go back <laughs> so bad. I want to be a store clerk. I want to... <laughs> Like all the mundane things I want to go do, mm -hmm. I want to do the office. They look like so. I, I would love to. I need to go back and just play those games. I, I've already I already got a message from Chachi. He was like, "So how does that work when we go over there and do the vibe? Like, do we just yeah? Do how do we do that? Like, Can we just so, take a day of it? We can go back over." <laughs> yeah, it's if anybody's interested, looking for a group. If you go, I, I, I presume you know, play, pay the same. It, it's like four dollars an hour, ten for three, or like twenty dollars just to hang out for the entire day. Um, and you can try out the, the HTC Vive that they have. The Oculus Rift is hooked up as well. And, and every console, every recent console, every computer. Uh, while we were, while we were there, there doing the show, um, there was actually an Overwatch tournament, not tournament, um, um, uh, league happening mm -hmm. behind us. So uh, there was a lot of yelling, if you listen back to the, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the background on, on the anniversary show. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. They got a lot of cool stuff there going on. So um, Awesome. So my awesome thing of the week is this little guy. It's been a couple of weeks. I, I got to play a little bit with it. Uh, this is a Raspberry Pi. It's in the case. Um, it actually got a nice package off of Amazon. Uh, I, I think I think for the moment I kind of recommend doing this. Um, going to Amazon, they'll, they'll have uh, packages that'll include the Raspberry Pi, a case, a power supply, which is basically just a you know a micro USB you know power supply plug kind of thing. 
Um, but uh, you know, I guess it's probably important to make sure that they're right rated ones, so they'll they'll be paired for you. Uh, but in this nice little case, so I, I think this is the way I'm going to go because I do intend to buy several of these. And if you're on video, we take that off. And there's a Raspberry Pi right there. This is the Raspberry Pi 3. They actually also included uh, uh, heat sinks. So got to stick those on there, a little heat pull, pull and adhesive kind of things. Um, but this is the one, you know, it's got four USBs. It's got the uh, Ethernet. This is the one with the Wi-Fi on board. So I don't have to plug it into anything, which is going to be kind of nice. Uh, HDMI, and I haven't figured out, I haven't played with the sound yet, but it looks like a sound video kind of combo plug as well. And everything just runs off of a micro SD card. So um, I got to, you know, it didn't come with anything. It didn't come with any disks. There are versions that do come with like the noobs is their their main installer. And it basically loads up into this, this kind of pre-installer thing. It lists several things that you can install including Raspbian, which is the um, Linux, you know, kind of ready-to-go graphic user interface for this. Very capable. Comes with Minecraft. There's an alpha version of Minecraft on there, so you can, if you've never played Minecraft before, it's somewhere, someplace you can get started. But other than that, it runs general uh, Linux applications, it looks like, right? And you could, right out of the box, plug it in. You're on the internet. You can do stuff, okay? Um, from there, you can also, right out of the box, also has two options to install a Kodi, um, which is the former uh, XBMC that Chilla you've talked about a lot of times mm -hmm. on this show. Uh, right out of the box, ready to go. Nice. I, I installed one, played with it for a few minutes, and, and it's got a really nice interface. And again, this would be a nice thing to just like sit behind your TV, and that's what becomes your media center, perhaps, if you want to uh, dig in deep that. Um, Windows IoT, which is a version of Windows 10 for this. Don't think you're going to go run Office on the thing. It's not the user interface like there's a little bit of user interface but it's mostly like i'm going to start coding and make something based on windows um so nice that they offer it but again not anything functional for somebody somebody like me that's not necessarily getting into this as a coder and, and i want to make sure that you know, there's some other things in there this is basically made so so students can get their hands on it and start coding for something super cheap computer you can start playing with right um, so there's a lot of options for, for code bases and everything you can get in there if you want to do that. But, uh, but there are, I think it's been around, and this is, this is where I'm looking at. It's been around long enough that there's a lot of ready-made solutions that I can go in, grab, throw on a, uh, micro SD card and, uh, and, and experiment with. And, and these can be really kind of deployed. I'm looking at, um, there's a, a adapter on here. You can actually buy a camera that's adaptable to it, but, but certain, you know, certain installations you can actually also use just the webcams like we use it here in the studio, like I'm currently using um, with uh, Sighthound for my own security camera out front. Uh, so I, I'm looking at this for, you know, can I take Raspberry Pi and deploy it as a security system, at least, you know, with cameras and everything like that? Can I take this and deploy it for, um, you know, of course, I'm going to play with the gaming arcade thing and see what we can do with that. Maybe we'll make a nice tabletop thing. You know, it could be a project down the line. But also playing with it to deploy, like, you know, uh, uh, you know, video to certain TVs and 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 other things around. You know, the potential studio we're looking to put together too. Like, can and at certain at a certain point, can we replace all these extra computers we have in here too? Like you, you were talking about Chilla beforehand. Like, can this replace the chat? machine that is pointing at you mm -hmm. which right now it's actually kind of nice because it's an old g5 um, um mac mini so it doesn't take up that much but you know i have another one over here with chat like you can you can 
kind of unitask these things, right? Or there, there is a, a uh, something that runs Skype. So we could figure something out oh. with Skype. You know, the only and of course it's an HDMI out. So if I if I ended up with a hardware switcher with a lot of like HDMI inputs, we can just grab a bunch of these, throw a Skype on them, and we're good to go. You know, and that's how we can deal with our our guests coming in and out and have something really low impact. We have a stack of these hidden under the desk and everything, and just oh, yeah. monitors for everybody, and you'd be good to go. So. That's a few of the ideas. You know, again, the nice thing is, I also went and bought like just a giant lot of, of of these of eight gig um, um, discs just to throw OSs on, play with them, try to configure something, see what I can do with them. And the plan currently is, I keep missing the SD card slot and just sticking it in between the case and the board. There we go. Uh, the plan is, I'm going to keep as I as I tinker with this and get something going get something um, figured out with it, I can start say, okay, that's a use for that. Let's buy another one of these, probably about 50 bucks with a package with a case. And I take whatever I've already configured because these are all the same, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we just buy the new one, stick that wherever we need to stick that and uh, hook it up and we're good to go and we're moved on to the next project. I know there was the, we were talking in the one, the one episode, you were looking for something to kind of run a TV from behind the scenes and have a feed going with some pictures and whatnot. Right, I wonder right. if there's like a kiosk, a pre-built kiosk that's up remotely updatable. There, that, to me, that would that'd be like a perfect use case for that type of device. I can't remember if I saw it on there or if I saw it in the Chrome OS. By the way, running Chrome OS on my, one of my old laptops too, and I'm starting to play with that to resurrect those things. Mm -hmm. um, then I don't need all the functionality of even Linux sometimes. But anyways, uh, uh, but the... No, I, I think exactly that. Like deploying something like that. I need something more than just an Apple TV. I need something more than just a Chromecast in certain cases. Something I can configure. Something I can I can maybe remote into, adjust a playlist, mm -hmm. and or 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 put files over onto. Because throwing like an eight gig or a thirty two gig card in here is going to be enough with the OS in I don't know Raspbian or whatever I put on this that I can throw a few episodes of shows, a couple other videos I want to display, stick them in a playlist, get it on a loop and it's going. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's just that extra little bit of functionality. So, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this time next year, um, that you'll find that a lot of the operation we do here is powered by these things. You know, I, obviously I, not the high end video encoding crazy capture thing that we're doing like with wirecast on a gaming lenovo i7 that that this is recording on that you see all these graphics and everything on but still just like you know whenever you come from uh, uh studio b maybe uh maybe you'll will be coming at us via one of these little is, guys can you put chrome os on that i have not i have not seen that you can there, there should be able to because well, the Chrome OS that I have is the one through Never Ready, the okay. the, the Chromium kind of thing, and I think it's mostly set for uh, Intel. Pentiums, Intels. Yeah. Uh, if they have a version for Atom, because mm -hmm. remember this is a Atom, am I get or is it ARM? ARM. It's ARM. It's an ARM-based one. Well, I think ARM Atom ARM like Atom does. The Atom ARM. is Intel's. Oh, is it? Adam is Intel's low end, low power, low energy. But aren't there aren't there um, Chromebooks based on ARM? Yes, there are. So so you can. So get there's it. there's yeah there there has to be some kind of Chromium build for ARM. 
somewhere. Yeah, it's possible. And you can also throw Chrome, like like a few installations of Chromium. Mm-hmm. You have a special one you bring in Google Hangouts, you know. Um, so also also a possibility. I just realized my heat sink's crooked. Hmm. I'm glad it's and in the case. I've, I've seen, too, where people like throw a USB. Uh, wire, does, that doesn't have wireless built in, does it? Or does it? Okay, so the, the old one didn't. You had to actually have a dongle. One and two did not. You had to have a dongle or something or, or connect it. Yeah. So, which was which was more cost, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to put it together. No problem. Stop. I'm surprised you didn't go with Clearcase. Um, I don't know. It's just, it is the one that was included. I was going with cost and everything, too. So, um, just for the first one to try it out. I don't want to get too deep into it. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I'll be playing with that in, in the little bit of spare time that I actually have. I just wedged this thing in here. <laughs> okay, working on that. Yeah. Okay. okay, we'll pull the card and actually do this the right way. I want to see. I want. I'm waiting for you to have a, a rack mount on the wall where it, where it's just hundreds of those like decks of cards just lined. The smallest down the rack wall. mount. <laughs> smallest rack mount ever. Well, it was, we were talking. I think we we talked about before the show. I don't think we talked about this on. Like, I also got my hands. Thank you, thank you to some very very kind friends of the show. Um, an Xbox, an original Xbox. And remember, that used to be the thing that you would hack. And we were talking about mm-hmm. all the things that you went through to get, to get stuff on there. Um, that's the thing you put XBMC on. Originally, that's mm-hmm. the thing that you'd grab a bunch of them and rack. Like, there were there were people that did server arrays that were rack-mounted Xbox, original Xbox. I can't say Xbox Ones anymore. And that kills me. Uh, <laughs> original Xboxes, OG Xboxes. And and, and and they're like, they were, what about like a 600 megahertz Intel and stuff like that. Um, and I think I think, like, this is that. Like this is the, this is the Xbox. This is actually probably more definitely more powerful than the original Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a lot more with it, and, and and I think and I can't wait to find out, figure out some new ways to do this. And like I said, I think I think I'm gonna the future is bright that I'm gonna find find myself uh, some reason to own probably a lot of these <laughs> in the long run here, um, and do some cool stuff and and do it you know at a pretty low cost. And I mean this is. You know, so I can, I mean, at some point I can turn this duct tape studio into a Raspberry Pi studio, you know. Um, so that's, that's the, that's the dream. That's the Raspberry Pi dream for me right now. So I just need some more monitors that are not CRT. So anyways, so check it out, raspberrypi.org. And it's, and just look up Raspberry Pi on um, Amazon as well to see some options that you can pick up. It seems to be the easiest way uh, to pick it up right now. Sometimes they do upcharge, like, you shouldn't pay much more than 35 bucks for one of these, but because they are, especially since this is the newer one, um, you'll see them for a little bit more. Um, but those, those packs seem pretty decent. Like read and read the specs on them. Be very careful because you never know what people are going to throw into these things. So, or like the pack of SD cards where it insisted that I purchase with it, a, a USB adapter for the SD cards and every, Every SD card, mini SD card, comes with the adapter to a regular SD card. So now you have a stack of those. Is that is that like the? Does that seem to be like an optimum size for those? Is like an eight gig type card, or would you recommend in some cases? More, it depends on or? what you're doing. Um, the Windows 10 does not install on the eight gig. Um, so if you, you plan to get a little bit more than that, okay, you need at least you know 10 plus. So you know, get a 16. 16. But that's just for the OS. So I, I I got a 32 with it. I figure that'll be the thing that I play with the game thing on until I find something else that needs a lot of space. Mm-hmm. So um, and I, even that's like it was like 10 bucks for the SD card. 
for 32 games. Yeah, that's so, not bad at all. And they're good sand discs and everything like that. So I think it's worth playing with. So there you go. Raspberry Pi. Check it out. Um, All right. We got to give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway. Uh, the Our friends that have been supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with finest pepperoni pizza. Uh, for uh, for a while now now live, uh, residing at PNC Park, the home of the P- the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Jeez, rough night, rough night apparently. Um, mm-hmm. But no, go check them out. They've been supporting the show. Like I said, great crew down there. Slice on Broadway. Um, they're uh, right here along the uh, tracks. The tracks are coming back. I'm seeing them pouring the concrete. It's coming back, guys. We can park in front of there soon. Woo! Yes. Um, but uh, Slice on Broadway and Beachview along the tracks here on Broadway, obviously, or OVS. Um, Carnegie, PA, down on Main Street, or, of course, like I said, in PNC Park, the home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So go check all that out. and appreciate that. And uh, a great crew down there. Uh, I see they are up for, I believe that's the City Papers uh, Best in Pittsburgh. So please uh, go, go look for the voting for that and vote for them for Best Pizza. And I know they popped up on a couple other best lists with Next Pittsburgh. And they have been since they've opened here in Beachview. And it's great to see them spreading the pizza love all over. Hey, I think they're running for best pizza. Aren't they? Isn't there a little poll going on? I hear they're running for best pizza, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to find the poll here. City, City Paper. City right? Paper. Yeah. Oh, City Paper's poll. Well, then yes. people should vote for them because they're awesome. Yes, they are. So please anywhere or just tell your friends that they're the best pizza in pittsburgh because they are you won't be lying uh check them out slice on broadway.com pgh underscore slice on twitter and of course uh facebook slice on broadway thank you so much for their support and feeding our guests and our our, our guests our co-hosts i'm doing it again i don't know what's wrong with me um chilla katie they're my they're my co-pilots tonight co-pilots they're Aww. my co-pilots on the awesome cast changing. there you go uh, at K Dutters on the Twitter, at Shilla on the Twitter, shillatech.net. So, um, so I, I, this is usually the point where we kind of dig into the VR a little bit, right? There's, we have a couple of stories. I don't know I didn't put them in the right place for you guys. or um, But uh, before that, I see that uh, we have an app of the week. Yeah, so Google has released Google. It's a, it's a motion app. Okay. And it's. <laughs> I think I put that in oh, the below. <laughs> uh, sorry, I put it in under the app. No, the I did, that's so funny. No, I, I we both thought it was really cool. <laughs> so motion, motion stills lets you take, and it actually grabs all of the live photos off of your iPhone, okay, and puts them in a feed, and then you can drag them into a timeline and make a long movie out of them. You can take them and quickly convert them to a GIF so other people can see them. Okay, you can quickly take them and turn them into little movies. Um, so it's a it's a pretty cool way to share the live photo theory with others that may be on or or on an on an older device or cross platform or you need to send it in a text message or whatnot. Um, so I thought I thought it was pretty cool and it, it has some customizations. You can you can set the gif the gif quality and sizes. Um, how many times you're going to repeat save cliffs gifs or gifs depending on how you say are, it. Are these the, the, the live photos that your iPhone, like if you have a newer iPhone, will do? Yes. Oh, okay. But it lets you it lets you kind of manipulate them and work with them. So a lot of times what I was doing was I was using a, and I reviewed it in kind of the same section, um, Live GIF and Live were two applications that I was using to kind of help share out my live photos to people that 
didn't have devices that could view them or I wanted to put them on a service that didn't support live photos. Because even Facebook, to be honest with you, people get the notification that it's a live photo, but then they have to hold down on it to see it. It doesn't automatically loop like you would think it would. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's times where I wish I would have had tools like this to then be able to post that up to Facebook. Um, Facebook, even from their app, doesn't do real well with a with a with an animated GIF out of the photo library. So you got to kind of figure out what works with you for you. Um, but I, it looks like a really cool technology, and I was surprised that that Google was the one that kind of came up with this. It's awesome. Well, the, the, I think generally they're they're you know we we saw from Google I/O how you know kind of platform agnostic this this could mm-hmm. be like a 10 percent project or something i don't think they do specifically that anymore um but but again to kind of capitalize on that technology that's out there i think that's pretty cool um it doesn't seem to be loading too great on my phone mine so, loaded right up yeah i don't know I, I haven't done live photos for a while so maybe maybe it's it's going back into like yeah, it goes through it goes through your phone's entire photo library yeah and most of them are like not going to be like kind of live on here so i want to take a new one here and see what it can do so maybe just you guys moving around or something like that so we'll play with that a little bit all right so i don't it's it's a gif <laughs> so basically it just kind of converts it to a clip to a movie clip to a gif so you can do something with it, right? Yeah, but you can take a bunch of them and put them and combine them. Oh, so, okay. So kind of like doing a Snapchat story with a bunch of live photos. Yeah, because remember, don't forget that the, the and you can, it'll actually also let you upload right to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So don't forget the live photo is three seconds long. So if you wanted to take a bunch of live photos that you took and then string them together into one large movie, um, you could do that. So I, th- I, I don't know. It's, it, I think it just gives you another way to kind of play around with the media that you have, the content that you've already kind of recorded. It's another way to quickly assemble that and disseminate it to the to the public. How do I add a photo? And then the article I have about swipe it, across it. It talks about how it makes it smoother. It throws out the yeah. blurry frames and crops out the pictures. Putting your phone back in, so it's better stabilization. So on top of everything else, you're not as like oh out of control looking in your photos. So hopefully you'll get a tweet here. I can send it to Slack. That's interesting. Uh, so everybody's going to get a message here very soon. Um, awesome. So go check that out. It's it's just look up motion stills. You'll see the one that's by Google Inc. in your iPhone. It's iPhone only because they're the ones with live photos, of course. Um, so and we'll see what you guys can create with that. So awesome. All right. So let's get into the VR talk. I know we did a little bit. I, we're all kind of VR nuts here because we've all kind of experienced it at this point. So, and, and I still, and if you're like, I don't get it. Um, I know, I know Ch- Chachi, um, you know, Ch- Chachi's been the one that's really kind of been down on stuff like VR and stuff on, on boss battle and the Wii over the years and, and connect and everything. And uh, the day after that, we were at looking for group checking out the HTC Vive. He was straight up defending the hell out of uh, a, a VR to somebody on Twitter. Um, like, he got defensive as hell. Uh, so that was really cool to see. So, yeah, we're going to talk about it a lot. And if you don't get it, find an opportunity. I know there's not a whole lot out there. If you're in Pittsburgh, there's definitely one over at Looking for Group. Um, and or sooner or later, they're coming to Best Buys. 
I don't know how many, you know, you think, you know, I don't even like wearing hats in a hat shop, you know, and, and the, the wear, the wear a helmet that a bunch of other people have in a Best Buy kind of scares the crap out of me. So, um, but, uh, but, but definitely give it a shot because you, you don't know until you, you've, you've actually experienced like something like this, and especially something as good as, as the vibe and everything is, is something to compare it to. Uh, but some of the stuff from the week that, that kind of excited me about this, uh, VR backpacks. Have you seen this, Chilla? So I saw one that was red. Um, I don't know who it was made by. But it's pretty much a PC in a pack, right? Right. So this is what I env- actually envisioned the the Microsoft, what's their, the HoloLens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, when they kind of described how the original prototype of the HoloLens worked, connected up to a computer, this is kind of what I had envisioned as the how you connected up your Hololens, it's a fairly bare computer in in in, in a backpack, and, and they have versions with with vents and versions that actually look like backpacks. And uh, yeah, it's set up for the HTC Vive, and, and, and you know, much like we were experiencing, like you know, you're tethered to a wire, you're tethered to a computer, you get to move around with the HTC Vive, uh, and and I think we all kind of agreed, like the next step is like for this to not have to be tethered to a computer. So, uh, you know, let's just take the computer with you. Uh, but the, I think this is really cool. I think, I think this is like this is the the step forward, right? Like, what did we have? What did we have several years ago with live stream, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you guys look, you know, Leo Laporte going to uh, South by Southwest and and crowd surfing with the camera on a wand and a big backpack that had all of the. Uh, all of the uh, repeaters for for the cell service, you know, so that thing would work. Now the thing is basically our phone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're at that point, but uh, I think this is that kind of step towards uh, Zotac. I believe is the company that's behind this. Uh, it's a uh, you know VR is uh, with MSI and uh, Zotac is uh, modifying a, the smaller Z Box gaming PCs um, just to put it into the backpack. Uh, this is uh, 8.8 pounds for the PC. Lasts about two hours on a charge, according to Zotac. Um, it's kind of like Zoltan, how you would expect, but with a C on the end. Uh, it has an NVIDIA GTX 980 GPU inside, and uh, it's pretty solid for most of the VR titles at that point. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, he's able to shoot zombies coming at him in all directions in Arizona sh- sunshine without worrying about falling over himself. Yes. There you go. It'd be kind of cool if you could put your... Put a webcam on the front end of that mm-hmm. and then kind of either augment the reality or at least give you picture in picture to make sure you weren't randomly running into things. Well, with the Vive, it's nice because you kind of draw an area, like a safe space yeah. in the middle of a room. And then it, it, it pulls up like a digital wall and says it, it, that basically is your sign. Don't go beyond this. It's not safe. Um, or... You know, and if you pop out to a menu, there actually is a camera on the front that it turns on so you can see your hands. Okay. So that's kind of, that's kind of how the Samsung Gear VR works. Exactly. There you go. Um, but uh, I don't know. Katie, what do you think about this, about this going mobile? Uh, I haven't, I haven't I, tried it out. I love it. I want to go try it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 fall, I fell in love with VR. Like mm-hmm. when we, we actually, that was, um, there was not to say anything about the chill experience when I was on the couch. <laughs> but it was like there was <laughs> the take tears. that clip yes now you have to go back and watch the episode to know what exactly i'm talking about mm-hmm. but um since th- there were like no repercussions from using the vr there was no neck soreness there was no i wasn't sick i wasn't there was nothing afterwards and 
it was just, you know, I want to take it everywhere and just kind of see how I can incorporate it into my daily life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's eventually where it's going to be anyways, but I like it, the idea. I want it. <laughs> and I just, I just love the fact that it makes mundane things so much more fun. But how do you, so how do you anticipate the working it into your everyday life from a typical enterprise slash office worker? <gasps> Well, there was the there was the office worker simulator. Wait, there, there's a simulator, but no, but I, I I get that. But I'm I'm thinking about the application in in a in like large a real world, in like the real sense? world business sense. I think. Well, isn't that the Hololens in the long run? Did you guys? So see that's the, augmented. Did you reality. guys see yeah. the demo this yeah. this week? This week? Um, well, let's let's talk about that because I think this is I think the answer is somewhere in between. Yeah. Right. So um, over so so Microsoft said a lot of stuff this week about Hololens. First of all, um, they 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 put out there that that Hololens as a concept will be open to the rest of those headsets, including Vive, including HD. Or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Oculus Rift or or whatever else. Make I know there's some open source editions that are out there and, and everything, right? Um, but but alongside that, they 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 put out this crazy um, kind of forward-thinking demo video uh, that, that, you know, that that shows an architect coming into a place and designing it because this is supposed to be, you know, they called it at one point, this is going to be the flagship store and everything like that. Um, she's got a HoloLens on and then, you know, calls somebody, you know, she's got like a digital assistant. She's she's motioning to, to put things up. She's got the, you like the clippy guy that yeah. follows her mm -hmm. around? Yeah. Um, that, that <laughs> See, it's, it's almost like the, whenever we watch the, the, um, Oh, like Hawaii Five O or any of those crime investigation shows where they're on the screen and they're like bloop bloop in midair, like we all have our lenses right, 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 on right. and we'll be seeing the same screen and instead of needing a whiteboard, we'll just be like bloop 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 and you'll be able to see in this different reality. Like we could be like, oh, this if you're an architect, you could be like, this is the space we're gonna be in. Put on your lenses. Okay, now I see you over here. Blah blah. I mean, there's I don't know. It's probably gonna be more personalized. And, and, and even like you know, in this short scene that they're showing here, this guy, you know. It, it, there's a lot of passing things that happen. He's walking through the office. He's wearing this thing. So he sees everything around him, this digital board that he can interact with and his Clippy character. Um, <laughs> but also, like, did you notice all the people sitting at the desk? Um, and I, I presume this was like some kind of shoe design company or something. And you see, they're playing with stuff. Like, like mm -hmm. that's your Howard Stark kind of realization of that thing moving around in front of you and being able to manipulate it, right? Uh, how that interface works, I don't know. Um, and then this whole idea of, and we saw demos of this in the past, right? Of you kind of teleconference yourself into a space. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get the the explanation. I guess this is how they actually see each other, is this weird polygonal versions of themselves is that right is that oh, yeah that? this is why they want the googly eyes that's why they wanted the googly eyes it could be the googly eyes <laughs> or creepy um creepy second life characters like this uh and, and again it gets into that interaction there's of course aaron explorer in virtual reality oh yeah <laughs> of course Thank it's gonna you. be there or the, this this namaste character that gives you stuff you know i mean yeah i think this is a little high concept you know, I think there's a lot of, of uh, leaps in, in, oh, of course that's going to work. I'm going to see this thing and it turns into whatever, right? Um, but uh, it's, or drawing in midair, that's fun too. Um, but I, I think this isn't with outside of the realm. I was listening to, uh, geez, so many shows I listened to. But one of them was talking about how, you know, take 
take the uh, uh, take the. I think it was Daily Tech News show was talking about Elon Musk. I need. I've only listened to clips, but was apparently, it, was it Twit where they were talking about the we're all part of a simulation? Oh no, 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 no the simulation <laughs> thing just yeah. like blew my. I'm like, oh geez, I need to. Uh, that that was kind of breaking <laughs> me. But I think it was that they were talking about like some of the stuff Elon Musk was talking about with uh, artificial intelligence, right? And like taking that look at things, like, hey, we just got to the point where uh, where where artificial intelligence is just getting interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we can do things. We can do bots. We can do machine learning. We can do do this kind of stuff, and kind of look at how exponentially that has grown since we first tried it about thirty years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So we've left. Look, I mean, look at what we did thirty years ago. Look at what we were doing ten years ago, right? You know, mm-hmm. these things were just coming into existence. These these iPhones and and compare them. How far do you think that VR, as at the point it is now that you're experiencing with the HTC Vive, which I think is the best actually accessible on the market thing that you can get right now um, all around, what's that going to be in another five years? You know, Um, and I think it's not unthinkable and too far off for this concept video at this point. Let's look at that hollow lens out there in the first place and see what happens. But mm-hmm. uh, but but I think that's that's definitely you're, you're not going to see that promise in 1.0 of hollow lens. But I think it's going to get there. So, all right. Uh, let's know what you think of that. If there's anybody out there, uh, Wheels wants me to talk about his phone. What phone does, does this, he have? He got the Samsung Edge and he has one of the Samsung Gear watches, which is fancy. It was nice. It's Edge Edge Seven. Yeah, yeah, the Edge Seven. Yeah, I got yeah. that today too. You got that today too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so here, here's Riz. If you if you you've put a bunch of no, videos, no wheels, wheels or wheels. Sorry, wheels. If you put a bunch of videos on an SD card and you get it to pl- play without stuttering, let me know. He was having the problem. I know where um, he couldn't receive calls, but he could text and everything. So I'm thinking it was doing enough data and didn't actually connect his cell service. Mm-hmm. You know, so I put a bu- like I have a I have a, a decent amount of movies that I own in MPEG format, and I keep them on a micro SD card so mm-hmm. I can watch them any device anywhere kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I need to upload them through the camera connector, you know, card it's on getting my, to the point. My phone, I can do that. I love I love the look of it. I'm seeing it everywhere, but now. Okay, you were the third person in the last week, including Wheels, that has said, hey, here's my new phone, and it's the freaking Edge 7. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the phone. Chachi, Chachi has one, Chachi too. Chachi has one. They, yeah. they got one on the boat. You are the fourth yeah. person in a week that I've, I've seen with the new phone, and it's the Edge. That's so funny. <laughs> but like, I, can't, I can't watch any of my movies on it. Wow. As soon as I hit play, I get, it gets like seven seconds in, and it's like, uh, hit, up Ch- hit up Chachi about that too, because uh, see if because I know he that's one of the things I think he uses his for, and he's really big on the hey I can put stuff on SD cards and use it kind of okay. thing. I will definitely um, hit so, him up. So yeah, hit him up. I on, tried downloading the VLC player. I've tried all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I need to re-encode the video at a smaller bit rate or something. I don't know, but wow, figure it out. Yeah, but uh, but no, that it, it is it, it is getting to the point where that is becoming the iPhone of Android. Because it is the sexy phone, it's the show-off phone. Hey, look at this thing. The only thing I don't like is I've seen I've seen them in cases. That case doesn't do jack, like a lot of times, because you you can't cover the you edge. You can't cover the you edges. can't cover the curved mm-hmm. edge, so that's not going to keep you from from cracking it as much. But yeah, but, but also it's also one of those you know I'm hiding my. 
pretty phone under this ugly life proof case. I mean, it's a nice, it's nude, um, but but still, like the the iPhone 6s looks nice and still mm-hmm. looks nice and still looks modern. I don't remember what it looks like. So, um, and and same with the Edge is like you have like I I wouldn't be able to walk around with a naked Edge. Yeah, and I can't like I have the clear cases on both of them, so they you do get pretty much of the concept of the device look and feel and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss actually as, as a galaxy note person, I miss the stylus mm. and the, and the S pen menu more than I am liking the edge menu, but that's just probably me. I'm right. probably the oddball on that one. Interesting. Yeah, and it's it's and I know there's Samsung fans. Like I don't like anytime I play with the Samsung interface, I have not been up for it. But uh, but but it, you know uh, you know Wheels is one of those that like I love Samsung. Always had Samsung digging it. You know so so completely into it and and the watch looks nice too. It's it's one of those where the screen even is curved and wraps around your arm a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the uh, the Night Rider watch interface for it, so pretty cool. That was cool to check that out. So. Uh, Katie, what is this about being more discreet and tagging my friends on Facebook? Because (laughs) you know, I like to tag people. Oh, I know. (laughs) Um, it's, they're just testing an option and it's not everywhere. And first of all, I didn't even know social times was a thing. And I found a bunch of fun articles on there. It's a site. Oh, it is a site. Yeah. Social times. Well, it looks like it's part of adweek.com. Yeah. So it's kind of just the social side of things. So I was Mm -hmm. like, "Hmm, this might be interesting to look into in the future. But anyways, um, what they're doing is instead of you going, oh man, I like this post and I'm going to tag all my friends in it. And then your friends are suddenly tagged in some sort of, I don't want to say obscene, but um, interesting post. And it's popping up like so and so tagged you in a right, right, a, or or your friend was tagged in this post, and now that's yeah. popping up, right? Yes. So now this is just a little thing. It's it's a little thing underneath your post, and it's been like just notify a select group of friends, and they show an example, a screen or a screenshot of it, and um, it just like where you just notify a few friends, like hey, like Sorg, you might be interested in this, as opposed to hey, I tagged you in this uh, cool booty video. That I thought was hilarious, and now your friends are like, "What?" As you do, yes. As you do, always hey, tagging me in the booty videos. Uh, tagging me in the potty videos. <laughs> I'm tagging so many potty videos. Not I just I no, no, no. I directly send you the potty videos. Yeah, that's Not true. the videos, but the I mean, <laughs> then the porta potty pictures. <laughs> the potty videos. <laughs> that's something else. Yes, so it's a service I pay for. Um, <laughs> that's Sorgatron. That's Sorgatron Gold right there. <laughs> yes, that's like platinum. Um, but yeah, so you can, instead of just, it, it's not as, it's also not as obnoxious to your mm-hmm. friends, like so-and-so tagged you in post and it's just like, Hey, by the way, you might be interested in this post more than anything. Um, so yeah, it, it's kind of, and like I said, it doesn't put it out to everybody at the same time. It's a little more sneaky. Awesome. Go check that out uh, and see if it well, pops yeah, up for you. Yeah, hey, let's, let's stay on the social media track for a moment longer. Cause I know you've got to deal with. Uh, Instagram ads being opened up yes. this week. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That's insane because it's nothing but notifications on my phone nonstop. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's multiple accounts on Instagram in general. Correct. Welcome to multiple. No, this is uh, like I have like there's there's almost a thousand likes on this photo. Oh, and you get a notification. Yeah, every, every time, time I get oh, a like. Oh yes, no, I, I mean, the scare house kind of is. 
the biggest out of anything any of us deals with. Yes. So you kind of have a predetermined um, kind of thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was you know what was going to happen with this, but um, we posted an ad. Although um, I'm in competition with now with video views with you. <laughs> oh, is this a challenge? <laughs> this is a challenge. I just found out that our video on SAE Baja is uh, hitched twenty thousand and is the most watched and interacted with thing. Uh, in their history. Oh, so, wow. uh, <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So. Um, so when I was uh, was setting up this ad on Facebook, um, instead of the normal options of this is what it looks like on um, mobile, on des desktop, mobile, and there was a third slot for Instagram. And I was like, that's interesting. And I had no idea what it was. And <laughs> this was before, yeah, like 983 <laughs> likes on this photo. So then it's actually took the, the same exact posts that I, you're, once this is all rolled out with Instagram business, it sounds like you're going to really be able to make this into two separate things. Like this isn't going to be a direct offshoot of what I put on Facebook. So, it, okay. So, so it's, it's, taking, customizing. it's taking that thing that you made on Facebook and saying, cool, we'll put it on Instagram too, which yes. that automatically was like, I see problems with that in formatting. Which, it, it, thankfully for us, it's, it's the picture's good. It's still eye-catching, blah, blah, blah. And it's up to 983 likes. Um, it's nice because that has a learn more button. You click that. It takes them to their ticketing site. What, um, like, is this something, if I go to your Instagram for Scarehouse, will it will I be able to see the, the post that you turned into a sponsor ad? Well, you will because it is actually, it's the, but it's funny because there's, this is, when you look at it, it's, it's the, photo of the zombie and iceberg from the penguins when you look at it if you follow me it has 14, 14 likes if you follow scarehouse it is 14 okay, I likes see. I see. so there's a separate boosted essentially so it's not combining them like it does in facebook no okay it's two separate things because if i looked at your post on that, that the same post mm -hmm. i would see every interaction no matter what whether you paid for it as scarehouse or not correct so versus this is the so this is the organic right here is 14 yeah because okay. it, it's really it's confusing when I look at uh, essentially my street my my notifications because it's like all these people like the same photo and I'm like oh that's interesting but when I click on the photo it's actually the two separate photos because like if I do, if it's an unfamiliar name to me usually it's somebody right so so but there's I, no like I see it in my stream because I follow you I mm -hmm. went and liked it mm -hmm. I see it again because the sponsorship post mm -hmm. popped up in my feed again. Mm -hmm. So I liked it again. So maybe you saw two from me. Could have I probably ended up doing that. You might have done that. So, but yeah, it's it just it doesn't it doesn't there's no distinguishing anything on here that tells me which one is the in my notifications. It's literally just a line of that photo, and mm -hmm. it doesn't tell me which one is the organic one and which one was the paid for one. Right. So it's it's, it's interesting and kind of you know. So that was fun. That was that was fun. But it's it, I can tell you that it's. I mean, I've gotten at least 50 followers from it. It is nice that you don't have to... It, it's one less place you have to go manage a business account, I guess, right? Yes. Um, as, as you're probably discovering as you get further and further into these things. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's we know this is coming, and we know there's mm -hmm. been some experimental stuff for a while. Uh, so, nice to see that that's opened up. I'm, lo I'm still looking to... Because I need to... We, we probably have to have a, a powwow session because I need to figure out how to connect an Instagram business account or as a business account to the page mm -hmm. um is something that i haven't figured out quite yet so well it's your they're really the, they haven't ruled out all the options to everybody yet as a business so i may not be able to yes. anyways yes okay. i mean you can connect it to your facebook page yeah that's not a problem that's that's under the basic settings but it's not necessarily going to translate it into a 
biz- different business look in Instagram. Okay. Be- where you have the options, you connect with the phone number and the website. You know, there, there's more options when you're determined to be a business mm-hmm. where you can have the phone number that they're, those tools that they're rolling out. Yep. Also, am I going to get like Instagram like bugs now? When I'm in Instagram. <laughs> I'll tell you what, since ever since we got the sponsored post out there, I have been logged out of Instagram a lot. Yeah. Like it'll say the administrator, uh, something long like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Ooh. I made a noise. Administrator or whatever has changed the password and you've been logged out of the account. And all I have to do is log back in. But huh. it's happened at least five or six times in the last four days. So it's That's really, weird. it's annoying. So that, it's never happened before this. So I don't know if people are constantly trying to go at it now since it's <laughs> are you trying to hack my instagram <laughs> please do not hack my instagram the first time i thought it's, it was it seems like my twitter keeps getting bugged a lot too mm-hmm. so i'm not sure sorry taking a note um <laughs> note and note all right chilla is there one more story you want to touch on before we get out of here um so are you interested in uh, I'm not sure if this interests me or not. Does Slack, <laughs> does Slack need voice? Uh, for somebody, not us. Like, I feel I like I can't imagine going into Slack and saying, I'm going to call Sorg. Listen, no, no, no. I think I think if you're a business, because um, I've been talking, we've talked about it a lot and, and others, um, uh, you know, about um, certain resources not being allowed in businesses, especially on a corporate level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in when you know, maybe you can't use these other things. Let's everybody use one format, right? One platform. Like I said, we're even. So maybe, I, I think I think just to centralize a little bit. I think it can be very useful. Um, but generally, no. There's a lot of options to do that kind of thing. Or may, maybe I would have used it the other day when we were having the screencasting conversation. If there would have been additional questions of, hey, I'm stuck. Yeah. On hey, this. hey, hey, kick the thing. Like I said, you here, know, yeah, call. We're a coordinated thing. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I know. A lot of things like with Google Google uh, Calendar and Sunrise, like there's always a button, join the Hangout. Mm-hmm. Like hit a mm-hmm. button, everybody's in a Hangout. Like something like that. I can see that, hey, the meeting is for X. Here's the link for everybody to call in. Or maybe you have a Slack category, or I'm sorry, channel is the context, where this is the stuff about X meeting. You know, we can say... This is the PodCamp meeting or uh, PodCamp uh, speakers meeting thread. Mm-hmm. This is where all the information, the documents go, and here's the call button. You know what I mean? I, I think that can be grouped very well. And now everything that, that happened with that, that, that teleconferencing meeting is now in one spot with all the notes and everything everybody shared. Boom. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'd like? You know, on top of that, I wish you'd record it. I don't know if they they intend to record it. It's right there. I can go back to it. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you they. That, I'm sure that's next on the list. I mean, that's what like Blab is like that, right? I, mm-hmm. That's one thing I loved about Blab was um, Blab Blab.im is like a, you did that call and then you got an email within five minutes. Hey, here's the video version. Here's an MP3 version of everything you just did. I think that's really cool, and I think that's very useful. Hey, you missed the meeting. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, you missed a class. Here you go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's really, really useful that, that it would do that all, you know, inclusive, basically. Are we going to see more Slack based devices? Devices? Like an all in one. You know how I don't, I
Like, can we do a... S- I don't think Slack is going to be big enough to do that. I, I don't know. Their trajectory is insane. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do you know what I mean? Like, just a kind of a thought like that. Like, are I'm, we going to see... I'm also waiting for the Slack bubble to pop. I feel like it's, I feel well, like I it has to. I don't, well, I don't know the business uses. Like, it, like you're in big corporate. So we used so we used Slack for a de- Slack for a developer conference, and it worked out extremely well. We had channels for tech support. We had channels for API support. We had channels for developers helping each other code. So there you go. And it, the the great thing was it was because but, it's persistent chat. But it's also a very technical crowd, right? Yeah. If you go, if you jumped back into like if, if you all of a sudden started having a problem, we did see people going back through the chat thread and looking for a solution instead of duplicating the question. So this is one of those things like, should we have a Slack channel at Pocky and Pittsburgh or should we stick with? Oh, Twitter? I would definitely have a Slack channel. Really? I would. I, for that group. Because you can do a public tra- Slack, basically. Yeah. Right. Huh. That could be good. I mean, organizers are over in this channel's common questions over in this channel. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Looking for whatever in this channel, like that's what the big thing is. I, like we we had it split up into um, computer problems, Wi-Fi problems, wow, developer problems. We had channels for each one. Yeah, and then we had subject matter experts monitoring the channels. Interesting. It it cut down the the I have calling and being put on hold or waiting for someone to come find you. And we did see that a lot too, is like because I think of all the times at PodCamp when I'm, I don't have this dongle for this projector or mm-hmm. whatever. Like if you had a presentation channel running, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like that that would solve all those problems, and you wouldn't have people waiting and and trying to run around and missing each other. I, I could I could totally see it working. Out. I, I mean, Twitter we use Twitter a lot mm-hmm. for that too. Like, mm-hmm. hey, can somebody get a dongle over here or something like that? But you have to follow the thread, and then it's then all just one giant thread, right? right. So interesting, but then again, I feel like there's a little bit of pre-education then for our audience to say, "Hey guys, make sure you download Slack and join the channel." So that was about the extent of the instructions. Really, that's it. That's it. Here, here it is. You know, here it is. If you don't know how to use it, talk to your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's the 101 and class that still, you put in day and I, one, and I was or still, put it in the keynote. I would still, um, um still support twitter over the weekend too i think oh yeah i mean well you do it because that's the public the public discussion right yeah well i think twitter's the public discussion and twitter is how you get in contact back in contact with people i'm talking right. about slack as the point in time helper less for conversation yeah. more for there's an issue here talk to an organizer right now mm-hmm. we all get the notification on our phone one of us will handle it and we see that somebody has handled it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important, right? It's almost like the behind the scenes of an act. Like this is what's happening behind the scenes. You do not mm-hmm. see this. What's mm-hmm. behind the curtain? It also reminds me of um, when they had like the walkie-talkie phones. Was it Motorola that had it on the, the Boost. yeah or whatever, yeah whoever? Boost Mobile. Like, Where you, you at? Specific like you could do that, Boop-boop. but it's like it's but it's that kind of separate channel. There's still people going around doing that. You could even put. Uh, you could have everyone upload their. Um, presentation materials and you could end up throwing it up into a nut you could take them from there and put them somewhere else but mm-hmm. I mean, it would be an easy way for everybody to share everything yeah yeah certainly and now we found our uh, director of slack implementation for podcamp <laughs> pittsburgh not yes. a problem oh, you can have a t- oh, that's a i can have title. a title mm-hmm. put that on your name badge 
So, so I'm I'm gonna put him in the podcast Pittsburgh Slack later after I volunteered him, and uh, <laughs> not a problem. Well, uh, this has been a blast. This has been awesome. Dare I say? Uh, would you say excellent? Would no? That's the excellent cast, and <laughs> and there's there. I'm sure there's something else. Um, but please be excellent to each other. Katie Dudas, she is behind the Scarehouse podcast. You can check out. That's not the thing that's our show notes there you go the show the, show, the scarehouse podcast go check her out uh talking to some really cool people actually you. you know everything from I'm, yeah i'm heading to uh, midwest hunters convention this weekend in columbus Ooh. so we're grabbing a bunch of folks from different hunts talking about different things mm-hmm. so we can see how other folks live <laughs> what go. they do there you go. Go check it out. A lot, a lot of great stuff there. It's not all just about haunts and stuff. It, it, you know, yeah. they talk pinball for an episode yes. with the guys over in Carnegie, wow. and they talk about uh, 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 the, you know theater. And then what, what 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 kind of theater is that? Like the stuff like the basement uh, with that immersive. one actress. Immersive theater mm-hmm. was really fun. Uh, the great conversations there. And of course, Chilla is at Chilla on the Twitters, and he's at Chilla Tech. Go check out Chillatech.net. He's going to have his Comic-Con stuff up. Check out his uh, Gear 360 early point of view on that. Um, I can't wait to see uh, what other experiments you've done while you've been out and about in into the world with your 360 Def- Definitely a lot of lessons learned. That, that's the one thing I will say for this device. I never realized how deep you could go and how diverse the options are, but also it, every, every turn's been a learning experience. So so if if you if you if if there's anyone else out there playing around with 360 video or photos please let me know because it doesn't seem like there's a whole slew of people doing it kind of on their own grassroots. Right, right. So I what and when I say that I mean with the 360 yeah I can upload to YouTube and YouTube kind of takes care of it for me. Yeah. I need stuff that I can produce and post on my own without YouTube backend without all that. So that's, right. that's where right. I, I definitely could use some without that support. Yeah. 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 yeah and that'll be interesting to see. And, and, and I say you, then you've explained in the past kind of why that is and everything for in a corporate environment, but uh, that's cool. That's cool. All right. And check out everything at awesomecast.net live.sorgatronmedia.com around six thirty, seven o'clock uh, PM Eastern time. You can join us in the chat room. Just like Missy's in there helping us out with the show notes and everything. Juggler John, Amen. Tragar Wheels has been joining us, and a, 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 a smattering of other people that I'm sure those aren't their real names in there. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, or video versions on YouTube and Facebook, including the live, 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 live Facebook Live version of the show uh, that's up there for a little bit until we get the edited version on uh, mere hours later, typically. Uh, so look out for that and uh, please also subscribe to the awesome chat. We are uh, talking with uh, James Deegan of 8-Bit Evolution E360 in the future. Also, X-Pogo Extreme Pogo Championships. Uh, Going to be coming back to Pittsburgh, so we have a good conversation with them and our past ones with some startup uh, weekend winners like GoJango and Impact Pittsburgh. And, of course, all the way back talking to Jagoff and a whole bunch of great people um, over that time. Uh, thank you to uh, you, our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.